So a group of roofers, carpenters, and skaters all walk into a room. I promise you this isn't the beginning of a bad joke. It's the beginning of a research project conducted in 2013 by the Harvard Business Review. Researchers presented the groups with the following question. How can roofers' safety belts, carpenters' respirator masks, and skaters' knee pads be redesigned to increase their comfort and use? Each participant had to submit an answer for all three problems. So whose idea won out and why? It's a simple experiment, one whose results we'll share later in the episode, and the perfect cliffhanger to introduce us to today's guest and company. One of the primary responsibilities we have to our clients is to be looking around the corner at what's coming. So I spend a a very significant amount of my time looking at what are the issues on the horizon. And what I personally pay a lot of attention to is what issues are we seeing in a specific industry that actually may have a bearing on a different industry? Joining me today is Deloitte's Deputy CEO of Markets, Rich Pinkowski. Deloitte is one of the largest global consulting firms in the world, with a valuation in the billions, employees working in just about every industry globally, and clients across the Fortune 1000. Some clients, like Procter & Gamble, have literally been clients for more than a century. Founded in 1845, Deloitte has played a key role in business innovation for nearly two centuries. So how has the company not only stayed relevant, but also helped its clients do the same? What's the X factor at the center of it all? And what do roofers, carpenters, and skaters have to do with any of it? Stay tuned. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, and this is Business X Factors. Each week, We'll take a look at the secret sauce that takes companies to the highest levels of success and how they got there. We'll explore how these organizations are run, what's special about the people, the culture, and the processes that make it all happen. Question for you. What do you think is the best use of technology? Our friends at Highland believe technology is about transforming the way we all work so we can be more informed, empowered, and connected through every interaction and in every relationship with everyone we serve. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Before Deloitte became the Goliath it is today, it had humble beginnings. The company was founded in 1845 in London by William Welch Deloitte, who had left school when he was just 15 to begin his career in accounting. Similarly, Rich's future was not written in the stars. Before he was deputy CEO of Deloitte, he had a bad case of imposter syndrome. I am a first-generation college graduate in my family and came up from a very modest upbringing. And as I moved my way through the professional ranks and the various organizations I've worked with, getting comfortable that you belong in that setting, even though your background is a little different, is actually a pretty big challenge. 
And then continuing to grow and develop and take on more responsibility. It's all wrapped up in that, but it is something that stays with you in many ways. And it's been a it's been a great journey for me. I've learned a lot about myself and it's been really fun to be able to work with others you know, in our organization who come from similar backgrounds and say, hey, that was me. So whether it's recruiting on campus, whether it's identifying areas of talent from kind of less fortunate parts of the country, I'm personally really rewarded by that. And it's been a great way to turn something challenging into something that's really productive and beneficial. If you look at the way Rich embarked on his own personal journey into the unknown, you can see that he dove in headfirst into challenges and turned them into strengths. This is an almost perfect analogy of how Deloitte works. The philosophy of taking on whatever it is in front of you is embraced company-wide, and Rich has been living out that mission since joining Deloitte in 1994. Throughout the years, he has led many projects and served some of Deloitte's biggest clients as they went through digital transformations. I oversee all of the practice areas that are focused on providing industry-specific insight. So if you think about our consultancy, there is what we do and where we do it is probably the simplest way to look at it. I think about the where we do it and how do we actually take some of the great services and innovations that are fostered in our firm and help our teams tailor them to the unique nuances of the industries that we serve. So I oversee that whole arena and that's the primary dimension of my role. In addition to that, I also oversee all of our global interests from the U.S. So where we have major pockets of operation in certain European and Asian theaters, I worry about the U.S. interests there, how we serve our global clients there, and how to think about ways that our U.S. capabilities can be brought together with our capabilities in other regions to also enhance the services we provide in our industries. So what are Deloitte's capabilities? You name it, Deloitte does it. Implementing a smart factory? Deloitte can help. Deploying new tech solutions or want to better leverage the cloud? Deloitte can show you the way. Need to do a risk assessment and arm yourself with the best cybersecurity? Yep, Deloitte has the inside track there too. The list goes on and on. But I think you get the idea. Deloitte comes in and solves problems and it leans on technology to do so in the most personalized and effective way possible. What's interesting about our firm, and one of the things we think about all the time is, we have an enormous amount of capability. We have tremendous experiences, we have really smart people, we've got great IP, and what we have to you know, continually focus on is how do you actually array all of that firepower against a given problem in a way where you can have a predictable outcome, right? And, and that's where we're spending a lot of time right now is saying, okay, for the kind of work we do, how can we do it faster? How can we actually bring accelerators that are way outside the norm of what you would typically see? I think we use top technology better than anybody because we use it in a way that is practical and we use it on a, in a way that's actually tailored for the client that we serve. And, and that's really essential. It is so easy. And, and we have more projects than I would care to talk about where we get introduced into the equation and the client has gotten themselves wrapped around the axle a little bit on the technology. 
right? It's either because a board member read about something interesting and something got created, or they bought one of everything and they're now trying to fit it all together. And one of the key dimensions of value that we bring is the ability to cut through the noise to get to the outcome. And that is really, I think, pretty fundamental. And we are willing to take a stand, right, on where that technology sits. And Jeremy, it's interesting, just on a related note, back to your earlier question, just thinking about the other thing we were talking about today is we are spending a lot of time orienting our services to outcomes and not inputs, right? Where the traditional consulting model is, you know, how long is it going to take and how many people is it going to take to get it done? We, we would say, look, that model's outdated, right? You've really got to talk about what's the outcome that we need to achieve and how much is it going to cost to get there and how fast can I get there? And what is most importantly, the value I'm going to get. Mm-hmm. And so we're very keen on trying to redefine that value equation for our clients. Deloitte has been around for more than 175 years, works in more than 150 countries, and employs more than 330,000 people worldwide. And you don't see that kind of success and expansion unless you've figured out some sort of secret formula for success. But there really is no secret to Deloitte's formula. Everyone there simply wants to find the best ways to help clients right now, but also set them up to succeed in a future that Deloitte is 10 steps ahead on preparing for. One of the primary responsibilities we have to our clients is to be looking around the corner at what's coming. So I spend a a very significant amount of my time looking at what are the issues on the horizon. And what I personally pay a lot of attention to is what issues are we seeing in a specific industry that actually may have a bearing on a different industry, right? So is there something on a horizon happening in payments that today is in a financial institution, but tomorrow could be at a retailer? Or what's on the horizon in healthcare because virtually every industry is going to have a role in healthcare going forward. And so I actually really work with my teams to say, look, what are the issues we're seeing? Are we equipped to meet them? And then what are we doing to actually cross-pollinate our best ideas so that when we talk to a client in a given industry, we're we're sensitive to the unique needs of what their environment needs, but we're also very deliberate in not being boxed into just their industry. At Deloitte, there is no segmented thinking. What is happening in one industry will have an impact on all the others. And Rich says they don't need a crystal ball to make that kind of prediction. They only have to look at what's happening in the past and listen to what clients are telling them in the present to see that there are no silos or separate tracks. We are nine-tenths externally focused, one-tenth internally focused. A lot of what we're seeing is, you know, we come together and we start saying, okay, you know, we're starting to see clients really struggle with the pace with which they're migrating to the cloud, or we're seeing sort of talent shortages in certain areas. That's really where, uh, that's really what's fueling our innovation today. Working with one financial institution today who they don't really necessarily want to know how they're doing against other financial institutions. They want to know how they're doing against tech companies. So as they're thinking about some really innovative ideas in IT, and the way they think about administering IT, they're saying, look, yeah, I, I'm already pretty good in, in my segment here in, in financial services. Talk to me about Google. Talk to me about the big tech players and what's happening there. And those conversations are actually incredibly rewarding, right? Because you're, 
you're watching your client not only think about the future in a really unique way that maybe you haven't actually experienced, but you can bring a lot to that conversation to challenge some of the thinking. And then you can collectively say, okay, what are the barriers to actually take some of that outside thinking and bringing it into my organization? And and that's where the rubber hits the road, right? Where organizations really either thrive or struggle as they try to as they try to innovate. Deloitte wants to get ahead and stay ahead of the competition. That's a natural inclination for any business owner. What's not so natural though is for companies to measure their success against not only their competitors, but against companies in other industries. So how does Deloitte help take some of the biggest and most niche companies in the world and help them see that the future lives beyond their industry? Learn more after the break. If you run a business, you have information, loads and loads of information across different channels, systems and silos. How can you connect the dots to make sure the right information gets to the right people who need it? Highland helps more than half of the Fortune 100 companies do just that by providing them with the tools they need to digitally transform and create more meaningful connections with the people they serve. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. Customers have been coming to Deloitte for more than a century looking for solutions to big problems. And for more than a century, Deloitte has delivered. But it hasn't been easy. Because even though a company says they want to innovate, actually helping a company innovate in a sustainable way is a whole nother story. Solutions are only as good as their ability to get adopted and be sustainable in the organization you serve. That's just a fundamental truth. And so if what we're doing is a Deloitte solution, it'll never stick. It won't be, it won't be durable. So it's got to be done in a way in which an organization can actually adopt to using it. Now, our job is to sort of push the boundaries on what you're capable of adopting, okay? Uh, and it's also to know enough about the organizations we serve to be practical into how far they can actually take a given solution. We pride ourselves on really getting ourselves steeped into the culture of the clients that we serve so that we can actually give them true advice to say, look, you, have, you may have aspiration X, right? We think that's not nearly far enough. Based on what we've seen your culture able to do, you should aim higher. Or, you know what, you have aspiration X, but it's going to take two steps to get there, right? Based on, and, and because ultimately, if you can't stay at the place you're trying to get to, all you're going to do is revert back to the ways of the old. Staying stagnant is unacceptable in today's world. But to move forward, a company has to be all in from tip to tail. And the clients who do fully buy in have left the biggest impression on Rich and everyone else at Deloitte. They provide the use cases that Deloitte shines a light on for others to follow. I was fortunate to help a large insurer rethink their entire finance function, which, you know, inside of an insurance organization, that's a, that's a mission critical set of experiences. And, and it, it was a fascinating project for a number of reasons. 
the first one was they were all about speed. So one of the things that the CFO wanted to do in this program is he said, look, what we're going to develop is going to be amazing. But what I need to do is I need to teach this entire organization how to move more quickly, how to actually make decisions with imperfect information, right? How to not worry about if the analysis isn't perfect before we can move, because ultimately our success as an enterprise, forget about finance, our success as an enterprise is going to be the ability to react swiftly when we see something that requires us to react. Which I thought was really interesting. And then he took his own organization and said, okay, so we're going to start with me and we're going to take finance and we're going to act differently. And then we're going to propagate that across the organization. So unbelievably fascinating project. Thinking about how do you drive, particularly a finance organization through not getting bogged down in analysis, rethinking all of the job roles and responsibilities associated with the function, rethinking the way the company actually measured itself in terms of how do we want to think about profit? How do we want to think about what our ROI's windows should be? So it was kind of a top to bottom, you know, reinvention of the enterprise with finance at the core. When you take a step back and you reflect on what that organization was able to achieve, working in an industry that prides itself on being risk averse, we were actually able to create a culture that embraced appropriate risk which I take with me, Jeremy, in a lot of ways, because that's the recipe for success in today's environment. Do I have an organization that could actually identify opportunities, make an appropriate risk assessment on what happens if I move and what happens if I don't, and then to actually act? It takes courage to act in the face of the unknown, which was a scenario that pretty much every company went toe-to-toe with recently. And listen, I know that COVID fatigue is real, but hear me out on this because I think looking at the way that Deloitte approached the pandemic with its clients is actually the perfect way to illustrate how Deloitte looks across industries to predict the future. It was also an opportunity to really take a step back. And this is one of those cases, Jeremy, where getting the lay of the land across industries was actually really helpful because you began to see, okay, what's happening in industrial supply chain as an example, and beginning to see where supply chains were starting to get strained and how we could quickly advise our clients on what we were seeing, saying industrial products and how that might reflect itself in consumer electronics. And so we started to draw those parallels right away and started to make some very specific recommendations on what needed to be done in order to be able to insulate themselves. So that was very helpful. We did quite a bit of thinking right off the bat around how organizations should start thinking about the future of work at the very beginning of the pandemic. To not tackle this, okay, we're coming to the end now, what do we do? But it's like, wait a minute, we're in the beginning, what should we do now in anticipation of what we might become? And how do we want to monitor that along the way? That's been extremely beneficial. And it's helped many of our clients actually enhance the the well-being and the engagement scores of their own employees by beginning to think ahead. By focusing on the impending future from multiple perspectives, Deloitte helped its clients establish processes and implement systems that were set up for the future of work we're starting to see come to light right now. But being multidimensional doesn't start and end with Deloitte's clients. It's a mindset that begins internally. We have embodied in our folks the notion that you cannot be unidimensional, 
right? So if you look at our strategy professionals, they are remarkably tech savvy because they realize they can't be relevant in the C-suite if they're not. And likewise, our deep technologists understand the business context of what they're implementing and what they're designing. And we have set just that baseline expectation across the entire organization. They're challenging the, the, the status quo. And, and the other thing that we're very focused on is that we keep this organization very flat. I want to hear what our new college grads have to say when we're trying to solve a business problem as much as I want to hear about what a new partner say. And I just think when you wrap all of that together, what we instill in our people, the way we interact with them. But that's really where you create this environment for continuous learning and it feeds on itself. So going back to our original question, what does any of this have to do with the hundreds of roofers, carpenters, and skaters we started with at the beginning of this episode? The researchers asked each group, how can roofer safety belts, carpenters respirator masks, and skaters knee pads be redesigned? The results. In a nutshell, each group was significantly better at thinking of novel solutions for the other fields than for its own. Not only that, but the more distant the field, the more novel the ideas. For example, when it came to improving carpenters' respirator masks, skaters proposed more imaginative innovations than roofers. We see examples of this type of unorthodox thinking across businesses. 3M developed a revolutionary method for preventing infections associated with surgery after getting input from a theatrical makeup specialist. IDO designed a spill-proof nozzle for a bicycle water bottle by using ideas from a shampoo bottle. Fiber optics was created for aerospace, not telecommunication. Nintendo developed the Wii to bring physical activity into video games. In every industry, the ideas and companies that are most likely to win out are those learning from the other industries. We have a very seamless way to span services from advise through implement through operate. And we don't you know, necessarily orient ourselves to only one place on that continuum, nor do we have a desire to only land on one place in that continuum. But we are able to work across it. It's a pretty rare space. And I think we're in a category of one when it comes down to being able to do that across all of the sectors that we serve and all of the capabilities that we bring. It's that cross-pollination that encapsulates Deloitte's X factor. Deloitte is able to stay ahead of disruption and oftentimes be the disruptors themselves by leveraging insights and lessons from analogous industries. Whether it's finance, healthcare, education, or any industry in between, there are ripples in the water that will be turning into waves soon enough. Deloitte has been able to recognize and prepare itself and its clients to ride those waves better than anyone, even the roofer, the carpenter, and the skater. I don't know about you, but when I have a decision to make, I look for information. I may look through emails, documents, photos, and files in multiple places. And if I'm lucky, I find what I'm looking for. So it's amazing to me that while I have trouble finding a single file, 
Some organizations' success hinges on making sure that the right people can get all the right information they need when and where they need it. Like hospitals, insurers, banks, and all sorts of businesses. I don't know how they do it, but our friends at Highland do. Highland empowers more than half of 2020 Fortune 100 companies with tools that help make sure the right information gets to the right folks easily and automatically and makes business processes smarter and more efficient. Highland is your X factor for better performance. Go to highland.com forward slash insights to learn more. That's H-Y-L-A-N-D.com slash insights. You've been listening to Business X Factors brought to you by Highland. If you like this show, please subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast app. We'd also be so grateful if you rated and reviewed us on Apple Podcasts. This ensures that more listeners find this show. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Jeremy Bergeron, and I'll definitely catch you next time on Business X Factors. 